Sorry, that's something Jesse used to say at their shows. People generally ignored it. You got your boy Frankie Dink Fingerhut here with another installment of the Dazzle Dude saga. Last time I told you about how the guys from up north at Picnic Records had backed out of their record deal with the band. I always did wonder what would have happened if they'd stuck with it and made some records with the dudes. I figured we'd all be in the penitentiary now. Out of the blue, Skeeter of Skeeter's Auto Salvage, flush with joy over the boost our advertising gave his business, offered to bankroll a record for the band. The motivation for this deal was to give his oldest son, Jeter, something meaningful to do. Jeter was very likely the most excitable young man I had ever met, and he loved him some dudes. He loved Black Sabbath too, but he didn't have any access to them. Sabbath's loss. Jeter had been hanging out with the band at their practices, and they'd come up with crush records for the name of Jeter's fledgling record label. Now, this was based on the fact that his daddy's junkyard featured a compactor. Compactors crush things, hence crush records. I think you get the connection. Back in them days, Nixon had exactly one recording studio, a place called Carnival Sounds. It was owned by an old feller named Bud Carney, who was clearly a fan of clever business names himself. See, Bud Carney equals Carnival Sounds. Mixon was just swollen with wit in them days. Bud had been around Mixon forever. I'm not sure where he came from originally because he told so many stories it was hard to pick just one. He said he knew everybody that mattered in the world of country music because... Well, take your pick. A, he'd been Roy Acuff's tour manager. B, he'd been Ernest Tubbs' tour manager. C, he wrote your cheating heart and just let Hank Williams have credit for it. D, he used to date Patsy Cline. He had a truckload of other stories about his remarkable life, but what I knew is that he'd run that little studio ever since I could remember. He had recorded a lot of country artists that nobody ever heard of. He cut one record that was a regional hit called Beer Heart by a guy named Scram Pauly, and he never shut up about that one. I had your dear heart, now I've got a beer heart. A picture full of sadness for by you. Now he mostly kept the lights on by doing radio spots for the other radio stations in the area. His rates were so cheap that even WTFH, where I worked, would occasionally send him some business, even though, as you already know, we had a little recording set up of our own. Carnival Sounds was located in what once had been a hardware store, and the live room where the artists actually played was plenty big enough for a rock band like the Dazzle Dudes. Even though the band had recorded some demos at WTFH, it was a busy 24-hour radio station and was not equipped to do a, quote, real, unquote, record. 
and Bud Carney was very proud and boastful about his ability to record multiple tracks, and by multiple, I mean four. But the band figured that if the Beatles only had four tracks for Sgt. Pepper's in, that was enough for the dudes. All this is to say that Carnival Sounds was the obvious choice for the dudes to cut their debut album. And it was really the only choice since the nearest studio was about 250 miles away. It must be said at this point that Bud Carney had little to no understanding of rock and roll. And he was a bit of a drinker. I mean, a lot of us in Mixon enjoyed our libations, but some a bit more than others. One story about Bud is that he got frightfully drunk at a wedding, threw up all over his shirt and tie, and then passed out in his car with his head leaning forward against a steering wheel. When he woke up the next afternoon or whatever and got out of his hot car, his tie had dried so hard it stuck out at a right angle from his body. So the band took a trip over to Carnival Sounds to check out Bud Carney and to let Bud Carney check out the Dazzle Dudes. Man, this is cool as shit. Big recording studio, we're doing it. This is probably just like Black Sabbath does it, like when they recorded War Pigs. Sabbath, Dazzle Dudes. Hey, man, what are you doing in there? You one of the pickers? No, bud, that's Jeter. He's the owner of Crush Records, our, our record label. Crush? Never heard of no crushes. Y'all got money? Yes, sir. My daddy's paying for it. He's the owner of Skeeter's Auto Salvage. Oh, yeah, Skeeter. Good fella. How come it is you to talk so funny? Wait, what do you mean? Got all that slobber flying everywhere like old milk cow. You don't need to be in there unless you's a picking. Don't worry, bud. He's fine. He'll settle down. All right, but listen. We got some rules here at Carnival Sounds. First, no dope. And I mean absolutely no kind of dope. If I see any, you can own. I've seen a lot of good singers get on them pills and that dope, and wham, that's it. Seen it happen to Hank Williams. Good friend of mine, he just stuck with whiskey. He'd been all right, probably. You knew Hank Williams? You damn right I did. Eight steaks with him night before the good Lord took him. Second, y'all gonna behave yourselves like good young men. I done heard about all that devil worship and stuff they got going in the rock and roll these days, but I'm not having it in here. You understand me? Yeah, but we're all good Christians in here, man. Sabbath rules, man. Sabbath. Shut up, man. I've worked with all the greats in my time. They've all come through here and sung into that mic right there. Red Sovine, Farron Young, Hank Snow, all good Christian gentlemen. Even Hank Snow, and he ain't even American. He's from Canada. He's a fine gentleman all the same. Feel like right, don't worry. Uh, who are you, little skinny man? Uh, I'm Jimmy. I play these drums. I'm sitting behind. Oh, smart mouth. You're the funny man in the outfit, huh? No, no, sir. I, I, just, I just meant that... Funny that... man of the band. Every band's got one. Old Hank Williams' band had one. Smart ass still gets our player named Don. Thought he was real funny. I showed him how funny he was one time. You real funny, skinny man? No, no, sir. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, drums, drums. Now I guess rock and roll got to have them drums. Country music don't need no drums. Not real country music, you know how. You ever heard the song "Beer Heart" by Scram Polly? 
It's a big hit. I wrote it, produced it. I guess I did have drums on it, though. Well, but should we get rolling, do you think? Well, in a minute, I got to, I got to get check these levels in here. Hang on. Who's Sam Hill are you anyway, eyebrow man? You know me, but it's Pink from over at WTFH. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, right. Hey, how's that prissy feller over doing that works over there? Fletcher, he's fine. Yeah, I know a lot of them kind of fellers on the road. Country music's full of them, you better believe it is. Everybody used to say that George Morgan, the guy that sang Candy Kisses, was one of them. I said, who cares? He made hits. If you can sing, live and let live, I say. I'll tell Fletch he said so. I'm sure it'll be meaningful for him. Oh, so you're funny too, huh? No, bud, I didn't mean anything. Shouldn't we get started? Though? It's getting kind of late. Well, who's running this session, huh? You? No, eyebrow man, it's me. That's right. Bud Carney, I say when? I say when, by God. Hear me? Sure. Tell a man how to run his business. Been doing this my whole life. Work with all the stars. Hank Williams, original, not that boy his that's running around wild out there. Ernest Tubb, the Texas Troubadour. The Leuven Brothers. I had to whoop Ira Leuven's ass one time. Just kicked the shit out of him. Figured I saved Charlie the trouble on that one. Slim Whitman, Red Foley. That's a lot of list of stars there, bud. Uh, who the hell are you with all that frizzy mess on your head, Sonny Jim? What's all this business with y'all, that nasty long hair on you boys, all running around with that crap hanging off your heads? Need a haircut if you ask me, every one of you. We just, we just like having long hair, man. Didn't Jesus have long hair? Oh, listen, this is the funny man again. You looking for an ass-whipping Mr. Longhair Funny Man? Don't you dare use the Lord's name in vain around here. I'll come out of this chair so fast, come in here and slap a fire out of you. You think I won't? Fuck you. What? Who in the hell said that? Are you over there in the guitar in the corner in the dark in the guitar? Yeah, it was me. And since you seem confused, let me explain further. Fuck you. Now, are we going to record tonight, or should I just come in there and have a little fellowship with you? Well, I mean, go ahead and play. What the hell are you waiting on me for? Ooh, okay, I guess let's try Candy Graham, man. Tuesday afternoon, someone knocking at your door. Cause I've been there before Candy Graham, Candy Graham, Candy Graham, I am. She chased my blue. 
a candy grab man, yeah, candy grab man, candy grab man, candy grab man, candy grab Hey, 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 y'all, y'all got, got to stop for a minute. Hang on. I just slipped down below the board. I, I can't see him. Let me go in there and see what's going Bummer, on. Bummer, man. Okay. Felt like we were really getting something groovy happening Yeah, there, man. You know? It felt really good. We were right in the pocket. Yeah, uh, this does not bode well. Dig, what's happening up there? Well, it looks like... Buzz done passed out with his face all mashed up against the knobs on the board. I think that's take one. I had your dear heart. Now I've got a beer heart. A picture full of sadness poured by you. which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. All material is copyright in 2019. The song Candygram Man was an idea suggested by Layla Attaway. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Radio Public, and at DazzleDudes.com. 
And we sure do appreciate everybody that's listened and subscribed and given us a rating and thrown some stars up on iTunes and Stitcher for us. And just want to say, if you know somebody that hadn't ever heard the podcast, and I'm pretty sure you do, tell them about it. Tell them you like it and tell them you think they'd like it too, even if that's a big lie. Get on with your bad self.